Hey, hey, you're inside the Madhouse, your source for all things Southern Oregon Spartans hockey. On the ice, in the locker room, all the way around the rink, we take you behind the scenes of your very favorite hockey club. And now, your hosts, Coach Martin, Bree, and Marco. And that's right, Spartan Nation, welcome back inside the Madhouse episode Luis Pierre-Louis, special holiday episode. Uh, Coach Bree, great to see you guys. Catch up for a little bit. How are you? I know, this is like a present. Yeah. It's been a crazy uh, time. <laughs> Actually, this is kind of crazy. Each one of us is in a different time zone. I don't yeah. think we've ever had that happen. Yeah. That's a first. Well, the, the, the circumstances globally have, you know, thrown us in the hockey world and everyone else uh, to the four corners of the globe. And we're all kind of scattered amongst the, uh, the time zones and the, the climates and uh, getting through, but sticking to our, our, our passion, sticking to hockey no matter what, you know? <laughs> That's funny that you said climates because you guys are both like bundled up right now <laughs> and it's 53 today in Albuquerque. It's so nice. What, what is it in Oregon? Oh, let's see in Oregon right now. <laughs> Quick uh, temperature check. It is a balmy 37 degrees. Ah. <laughs> what are you at, Dill? It is nine. <laughs> wow. Did well, you cut, did you cut out? I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sounds like you just said nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even um, it was actually it was a little bit the sun's kind of going down here, but um, it was a little bit warmer this morning. And like my brother and I, not to take the hat out or the cat out of the bag already, but we're having on my brother and, and my mom today. Um, so me and my brother skated on uh, Lake Leota yesterday, which is a, a lake right right outside of my hometown. And then uh, today we went up to Madison and saw my sister, uh, her family, and her kids, and we. We all went skating uh, as well, so it was a fun time. Perfect for the holidays. Nice to be on some ice. Uh, Hard to find some ice down here in Southern Oregon right now. It looked like we were going to have a few little smidges, but um, yeah, going to have to going to have to get in the car and drive up into the hills for some of that. I think. (laughs) Well, there's a nice million dollar facility in town that's not being used because of all this, right? <laughs> I was just saying to you guys, like I haven't checked any of the updates or anything in forever because I just needed a mental break from it. But I mean, it's still pretty much stream risk lockdown. Yeah, so, that's a shame. It's uh, it's rough. I think Lake County is the uh, only county in Southern Oregon that's not at extreme risk, and they have zero cases. Um, but they don't have many more uh locals than zero either. So they're. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully, hopefully by next season, you know, everything will be starting to get back to normal and we can just get the show on the road. Yeah, I mean, we, were, I, we were saying that months ago, like when all this started, we're like, oh, we got eight months. I guess we will yeah. be all right. And like, look at us now, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I don't have a little hope, though, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, you'll just go crazy. Yeah. And I will say, you know, a lot of the kids have been saying to me, I miss our fans. I miss our billets. I miss our rink. I would just, I just want to be playing hockey in front of somebody, that kind of thing. So, you know, we miss you guys. We miss it there in Oregon. Absolutely. Yeah. Should we just, just get right into it? Just, you know, what, you know, why, why we decided what we needed to do and and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, you know, we were rock and roll and we had, uh, you know, 25 guys in town, uh, got over the hump with having to go out to Klamath every day. And then out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, but, um, Governor Brown's new orders didn't allow us to to play in Medford, didn't allow us to have a gym. Um, and then soon after that, it actually didn't allow us to play out in Klamath as well. So 
I think we called it at the right time. And we definitely didn't call it. You know, we didn't make a decision. The decision was made for us that we just we couldn't play hockey in, in Oregon, you know. So, you know, we uh, the kids, you know, the kids took it all right. I, I thought it was going to be a lot worse, you know. But I think they understood, like, this isn't our decision. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is the world we're living in now. And uh, basically, next day they all came back and they had uh, a couple teams that they were interested in going to. So we moved them to those teams. And then we had nine of them. It was originally 11, then it dropped to nine that just said, I don't care where we go. I just want to stay together. I just want to play with my friends. Awesome. Like, how cool is that? That's amazing. How cool is that? So that that does show that we built something really cool for this year. You know, That's- and we're just going to do it again next year. But so anyway, so nine kids, uh, we sent them to a team in Detroit. And uh, they were all flying. A couple of them drove. And uh, the coach out there offered me a little job to finish the season out there. Um, kind of look after the guys and whatnot so i was like all right i'll fly out there you know i looked into you know rental cars or whatever just to get around then one thing after the next oh what do i do with my luggage what do i do with my gear use your speaker for the locker room speaker for what about the skate sharpener (laughs) essentials yeah so free and i were like jesus christ we we just can't say no we packed up the truck drove for four days to detroit um, she flew home, then flew back out to watch some games. And then I drove from Detroit to uh, Wisconsin for the holidays. And I'll be turning around and driving back to Detroit for the remainder of the season. Wow. It's, man, it's been a time. Amazing. Yeah. It, it almost doesn't seem like enough time has gone past to like fit that, all that in. That's like a whirlwind. <laughs> no, for real. It's been so yeah. crazy. Right, right. That's, that's like a year of like, like, if I'm going to go assistant coach somewhere, right? Like, you know, you have to recruit, you have to, you know, do the game based. Like you have to do a lot, but you take a whole year to prepare for that. Right. And we did like four days, like <laughs> pack up, drive and figure it out when we get there, I guess. Wow. That's well, amazing. Nuts. I mean, we hit the ground running when we got there. So we, <laughs> I think we got there on like a Monday and then there was practice on a Tuesday. So the kids, most of them were already out there before us. And then, then it turned out that we had to go practice in Toledo for about a week and a half because Michigan was kind of under the same stuff. So then we were driving an hour to practice, an hour home from Toledo every day. And then let's see what happened. Oh, and then Sebastian got a big cut on his chin. And we were oh, like, gosh. oh, we don't know what to do without Rob. Panic, panic. Oh. This is a Rob job. We don't know what to do. And then Mark broke his foot. Oh. And then let's see. Oh, and then we went to the showcase right away down in – um. Illinois. So yeah, I mean, we've just been go, go, go. Oh, and in between that, I want to, I want to take a little personal time out here to say my sister got married on December 12th. Congratulations. Yeah. So I I flew home for that and um, I wasn't planning on coming home for that. We were going to have a game against or games against Anaheim um, originally in Oregon that weekend. So, I mean, I guess I'm thankful that I was able to come for that, but yeah, so I had to fly home and then we had a big showcase where I knew we were having players from other teams that we had traded to other teams coming. So I definitely wanted to be back out there for that. So that was really nice because we also had a small group of players, um, Tegan, Ian, and Max, they went to Rochester together. Mm. And then we had um, Luik, who we mentioned earlier. He went to Pittsburgh. So they were all there at the showcase as well. So, Oh, and Jake. Jake yeah. Funge went to um, the Midwest Blackbirds. So we got to nice. see everybody. So it was really nice. Oh, that is awesome. 
Luik looking good in those uh, in the the Pittsburgh jersey that that gave me a big smile. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are cool. It was funny to me because the first time they put they put their jerseys on in Motor City, I was like, oh, I don't like the way you guys look in red and white. What is this? It was just it was really weird to see him. Like you're not used to it. And then yeah, Luik's is kind of like red and black. I think yeah, almost like a softer red, almost like a pinkish red, but like a yeah. But it's cool. It's a cool one. I'd, I'd like to see if I can get one of those jerseys. I like the. Uh, the uh, horizontal or the diagonal Pittsburgh, which yeah, uh, yeah. Pens are bringing back this year for their alternate. And yeah. uh, NHL starting on the 13th, but that's a whole other, we're going to have some, uh, some fun there at least. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, everything's kind of getting back into the swing of stuff. Like we feel, I don't know, we just felt kind of out of the loop. Right. But it's, 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 it's amazing how you guys like were like storm chasers almost like, uh, like Helen Hunt and Twister, like just sticking to hockey, like just, traveling driving to 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 the hockey no matter what you know and i think you mentioned four or five states uh in your in in mm-hmm. the first little uh week there like going to ohio going to uh illinois uh did i hear yeah. indiana in there <laughs> indy yeah actually we did go to indiana we went to wow. fort wayne and um alexander frevelet was there oh nice yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was it was a lot Wow. It was nice because, you know, we got to see all the kids again. But like I mentioned, I mean, they were all so excited to see each other at the showcase. They all came and watched each other's games. They all mentioned, you know, we miss our billets. We want to be back, that kind of thing. So, yeah. you know, it was tell, it was bittersweet, tell, I guess. Do you want to tell the listeners about Andrea, what she did before Mark and Andy left? <laughs> yeah. So um, Andrea, she's one of our billets with um, her husband, Matias, and her son, Sam. And this whole thing kind of came out of nowhere that we were like, okay, we got to shut down and ship the kids out and this and that. And she was like, well, I have Christmas presents on order. So the one night, then the next day after we made the announcement, they did um, Thanksgiving. And then she had all their presents like overnighted in from Amazon. And then that following day they did Christmas. Oh, nice. Yeah. She was sure to get both her holidays in with the boys. So yeah, I mean, our billets are so great. So sweetie. Yeah, we miss everyone. I, I love that. Also, uh, you know, when you said that uh, nine of the boys wanted to stick together, you know, just not want didn't matter where they went. They just wanted to play hockey together. That's a that's just a really nice heartwarming uh, thing, especially around the holidays. It, it reminds me of that scene uh, in Miracle when they're standing outside of the bus and it's snowing, yeah. and uh, they were talking about that last roster spot. So that definitely gives me the feels as well. Yeah, we we had a we had a tight group, and you know we can. Again, shout out Aaron. You know, he, he yeah. was tremendous uh, help this year. You know, same thing with Bobby and yourself and Don Hurley making the trips out there. And, of course, Rob doing Rob. his thing. You know, he, he definitely sat the boys down, uh, you know, before the season and kind of went over the medical stuff. But he also went over, like, uh, what, what it means to be a Spartan and, and how proud you should be to, to be here. And this is yeah. really the stand that people have set before you, you know. So, yeah, it's just – it's kind of a shame that, you know, we didn't get to play in front of the Madhouse this year. And I was just talking to my brother about it because he came out for some games. And I was like, how awesome is it? He goes, it's incredible. I mean, yeah. Friday and Saturday nights. Like, if he lived closer, he would be season ticket holder. Man. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I miss, I miss the days of, of uh, three games a weekend. I mean, we'd have a, a whole home stretch here. Sometimes there'd be an away stretch. But, man, hockey at the Madhouse is, uh, is about as good as it gets. I miss that. Well, the the bright side to this too is you know I've already started my recruiting. Um, I'm back here in Wisconsin, which is a great hockey um, network, I guess you can call it here. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've already been to a couple games tomorrow. I'm going to Milwaukee, which is about an hour and a half away for three games. Um, and yeah, if I can just find a bunch of Andrew Rothmeyers next year, I'll be all set. Right? <laughs> That's all I need. <laughs> Big up little Roddy. Oh, you know who we got to see at this showcase? Andy's dad and his sister came down for it. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, so it was really nice. His mom didn't get to come. She was having a girls weekend. But um, yeah, we love seeing like the actual families of the players too. Right. That's always a nice touch. So that was really exciting. We got to see John and Hope for a little bit. Oh, that's so sweet. Big up the Roth Myers each and every single time. He brought us, so there's this beer made only in Wisconsin. It's called Spotted Cow. It's my favorite beer of all nice. time. So I was like, I was like, Andy texted me like, hey, are fans allowed? Like talking about his dad. I go, yeah, he brings me Spotted Cow. Right. So he did. He brought me two cases and like, wow, that's a lot of fucking beer. And then I get here and my mom bought me a bunch of beer and I'm like, Jesus, guys, like, <laughs> I can't just be sitting around drinking beer all day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is awesome. It's really nice to be home. Like, I haven't been home in over two years uh, since my wedding. And just wow. seeing, like, all, like, you know, stuff that I've uh, seen growing up. And, like, it's, it's really nice. And this little town, I mean, it's one stoplight and one grocery store. And it's just – it's it's different than Medford or Detroit or, you know. Right. That's awesome. Home for the holidays. Good vibe. Plenty of beers to drink, hockey to play, podcasts to record. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) A lot of world juniors to watch. Oh man. That is a, that is something I'm very, very thankful for (laughs) right now. (laughs) Canada is going to walk through this tournament. Yeah. They're going to walk. Even without, even without Kirby and all that, like, yeah, they, they don't have a, single forward that wasn't drafted in the first round right like how do you have 13 dudes that are number uh round one draft picks like, it's one of the most efficient squads i've seen and they're just top top firepower it's it's going to be a fun tournament to watch but i don't i don't see any major roadblocks for them Mm-mm. well yeah it's nice to sit and just watch some world juniors and have just some uh some nice cozy times at home um watching hockey and with the family it's so nice that you're with the fam and without further ado well, let's bring on mom and bro at Spartan Nation, as promised, the man of the hour, the one and only, the middle brother, older than Dylan, it's Derek Martin. Derek, how we doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing great, great, man. Happy holidays. First time caller, long time listener. Yes, man. Glad to finally have you on the pod. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, Derek, for coming on. I really appreciate it. And, um, you know, I'm back for the holidays, so live, living with my brother. And uh, I thought now would be a good time to get him on and, you know, just kind of walk through, you know, your career. And I, I followed him into hockey. He was the original, the original guy. So I kind of followed in his footsteps, but yes. uh, yeah, kind of walk us through, you know, your, your route through hockey. Uh, started in uh, kindergarten, uh, played ice mites and moved all the way up to senior year. We played uh, midgets together for mm-hmm. two of those years. Um, but then, uh, you know, lost uh, lost touch with hockey until until Dylan went on to coaching and you know through his junior years too. But yeah, we're we're excited that he uh, he really went for it and uh, really paved the way. You know, for a lot of his players too. But uh, yeah, I I lost touch with it. And, um, <laughs> sorry, my dog is no 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 <laughs> rambunctious today. No. <laughs> they they always want to be on too. Yeah, man. <laughs> So you, so you got out of hockey a little bit, like, uh, 
was it just kind of life, school, like other stuff or? It, it really felt like I was like, get, I was getting burnt out from it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it was kind of time to move on. Um, you know, that's, that's all you really knew was, you know, school and hockey. Right. We, we played in the summertime. We played every winter. Like it was, it was ready to try something else. Um, but so it, kind, of, kind of go into that because we talked about it before. So like, right. You know, he was kind of missing, not to like speak for you, but there's, there's kind of a little void in his life, you know, like com- competitiveness wasn't really there at his workplace or anything. So he found something else to kind of replace that. Right. Yeah. It took me, uh, took me another 10 years to figure out, you know, golfing was kind of a competitive outlet, you know, you can, you can still do, but trying to fill that void of, uh, competitiveness was, was tough. It was tough. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a real thing that I think I, people who do grow up with some sort of competitive uh, or performative, uh, you know, aspect in their life. I do, you know, think like, I mean, for, for me, I had a music shaped hole in my life for a number of years after college. And I mean, it sounds like a hockey shaped hole that golf kind of uh, was able to put the plug and, 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 and bring back that vibe, you know? Yeah. yeah. There's, I mean, there's a lot of obvious similarities between hockey and golf, but what are some of the ones that, that you, that you gravitate towards or that really got you in? So, so what I love is the the progression of it, and, mm-hmm. and you're kind of you're like a baby giraffe trying to walk again, you know, right? You're right. Struggling to hit good shots, and then you put a, put a couple together, and then you put a couple good holes together, and good good rounds together, and and you can never be perfect at it. That's right. what's that's what's interesting too about it. It's uh, you can never do hole in ones on every hole. So. Right, and it's yeah. just the pursuit of it, kind of the practice yeah. of it. That's the beautiful part. Oh yeah, oh, man. Yeah. Well, you guys are making up for last time. You guys already went golfing, and then you guys were on your little what, Lake Leota or whatever it's called. Yeah, and then we went today too. Yeah, you guys are just hitting all the all the marks for the winter sports. Right, it, it's been a great four days. You know, have them here. Yeah, I think curling's next. That's got to be the next up. Uh, <laughs> so I want to pass it to my mom here a little bit. All right, hey mom. So just kind of walk the audience through, you know, us two boys growing up playing hockey and being a hockey mom and all that. Being a hockey mom was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Um, We saw so many places, so many rinks. Um, We were nonstop. And actually, you know, once Dylan went on to juniors, it's like... I was going to ask you about that. Not to cut you off, but like, from a mom's perspective, like seeing your 18-year-old, like, pack up his truck and drive away, like... That was damn hard. Yeah. That was really, really hard. Um, It it was a good thing. His billet mom called me, and we had a really nice talk on the phone. I was very, very comfortable with the family. Um, Made me feel a whole lot better about him going off so far right. um, and due to circumstances, I wasn't able to go down and see him at all. Oh. Um, I have issues driving, so I'm very limited in, in what I can do. So, you know, it was just on the phone and, you know, Derek got to road trip down once when oh, yeah. Dylan was in Indy. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of cool. Well, you and your dad went down a few times yeah. to Chicago, too. But How did you feel when he was living in a hockey house with no billet, Mom? <laughs> I was extremely concerned. <laughs> extremely. Especially um, when they were talking about shooting pucks through the sliding glass door opening. Oh, no. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, they're boys. They're going to do it. Um, 
kind of like the hole in my living room that neither one of these two have fessed up to who who shot the puck into the wall. But um, very well, it could be Rachel. Definitely <laughs> <laughs> Rachel. We have a sister that she she listens every week, but she is not the not the hockey type. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, when you guys were younger, um, they were trying to recruit Rachel for the girls' team. She's a fabulous skater. Um, <laughs> just doesn't like the gear and the helmet and. Um, but she would go out there and family skate. In fact, she skated with us today. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was the one that had to wimp out that uh, <laughs> skates are ancient. And we were so worried. I was like, "Mom, like, don't. This is this is not working. no like, <laughs> no deception on crappy ice was just not in the cards." Oh man. Well, we're gonna have to talk to Rachel at least about this hole in the wall and get some answers. Maybe we'll have her on the pod soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um i just wanted to mom i want to talk to a, a little bit more just about that experience like you're you're raising your boys you're so proud of them watching them play on the ice and then it's like you you have to send them away you know it's all this all this love and fun but then you send them away and uh were you able to like keep, at least keep in touch or with their broadcast of the playing at all or um there was what? a little bit of broadcasting yeah, yeah. um you know, it was more phone conversations between us than, than yeah. anything. Right. Right. Now, did you, were you a hockey lover before the boys got into it? Yeah, actually, I grew up in northern Wisconsin. Um, I've been skating since as, as long as I can remember. But mm -hmm. back then, girls were not allowed on the hockey rink. Wow. Um, what a, that, what a time change. Um, you know, once in a while, they would let us out if, if we did this we used to take a bunch of six packs and hook them together with the plastic thing and beat that around. They just <laughs> six come out pack there. Of what? Six empty pack can, of beer? No, empty cans. Oh, oh right. We wouldn't have done that with full beers. Oh, no, that that would be taboo. <laughs> right. uh, no, we we could go out like a broom ball kind of thing. Nice. Um, you know, I did have figure skates to start with. Um, outgrew those. My brother skates fit. Hockey skates were fabulous. And so I've been on hockey skates since I've been probably seven. Wow. Um, and what, what made you decide to get us into hockey? Because we, we started at five. Yeah, I, I started teaching them how to skate between four and five years old. Um, you know, it was just something that I grew up doing. Yeah. And wow. so I wanted my, my kids to experience that, not knowing if they'd take off with the hockey or not, but at least they could skate. Right. Um, you know, I, I taught them either grabbing onto the hammer strap on my, my bib overhauls mm -hmm. or using a hula hoop, oh, much easier on your back. Right. Um, but, hey, they, they liked it. They took off. I mean, the hardest thing was Derek was skating, Rachel was skating, Dylan wanted to skate. And I would have probably started him at closer to three, but I couldn't find small enough skates. Oh, yeah. gosh. So he just kind of shuffled around out there on his boots because we couldn't find skates small enough. And my dad said I wasn't tough enough till I was five, so. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have that incubation period of toughness there. <laughs> oh, man, I, when, I, I love it because it's, you know, we've talked about it before on the pod, how hockey's such a, an intentional sport and it, it runs through families. You know, it's not like, it's a, a little bit more intensive than just going and kicking a soccer ball around or hitting and shooting the hoops, you know, just, you know, you bring your ball and that's it. It's a, Hockey takes a lot of planning, a lot of attention, a lot of intention, and a lot mm -hmm. of love. So it's always neat to see how, um, how that runs through families, you know. 
and, and thank you, Mama, for uh, for raising these uh, these young boys and and girls to be uh, the wonderful lovers of hockey and participants as well. It, it's been a joy. Coach Breeze, Spartan Nation, that was awesome. What a treat to meet your mom and your brother, Coach. That was excellent. Yeah, that was cool. And uh, we forgot to mention in the interview, and I wanted to touch on it. It's in my notes here, but they're just I just skipped over it. But like, um, my brother and I would play in the driveway all day, like all yes. day. Like, and that's, I think really where like my passion for hockey like came from and why I wanted it to be my career. It was just those times out in the driveway or out on the pond or anything like that. Like that's like hockey to its purest, you know, right. and even uh, I'm 28 years old and I'm searching for pickup hockey games. Like that's, right. you know, that should, should speak on like how much like I personally love hockey and like how much it's done for me and how much of like relaxation it is. Right. But yeah, and like um, traveling around too, like my mom kind of mentioned, like that's how you really, you know, develop bonds, you know, it, 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 whether it's a mom and a son or, or a father and a, and a son or just brothers, like we would drive to practice every single day together. And like some of my most fondest memories was just, you know, driving and chatting and right. he's a big brother, right? So you know, we talked about girls and, you know, the, you know, whatever, right. You know, right. cause I looked up to him. So yeah, definitely special moments, you know, just in the car, you know, not even playing the sport, just right. you know, around it. So. Just trying to get to and from, you know, just the, and just the, the purity of those memories, man. That's so, that's so beautiful. You know, it was really nice to see the smiles on, on all your guys' faces and just the, the warm vibes, you know, it's uh, yeah. it, I love the hockey family and just the hockey growing up stories, you know, like for me in Pittsburgh, it was, you know, out in the driveway, you know, we had a great basement, um, you know, little basketball court uh, a couple blocks away, but I never sh saw anyone shooting hoops ever. The whole time I lived there, it was always just us playing <laughs> hockey, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, it was kind of nice because like when we spoke with John, um, Andy's from a town that your grandparents live near. So um, you guys were talking about going to all the same rinks, you know, for them for when Andy was younger and then you wow. that you and Derek played in. and then. Um, when we were up there, we went to a high school game. So I got to see one of the rinks. Yes. I mean, in Wisconsin, there's probably like a million rinks at this point. <laughs> so I got to see one of them when I was there. It's cool, like for any, I guess, like prospect family that's that's listening to this. Like my mom did have a really good conversation with my billet parents, you know, before I left, you know, which I think is like really important. And like parents should know that like our billets are more than willing to to talk with you over the phone and stay connected and like, yeah, that, that's another aspect that we have over here. Right. Oh, I love that. Yeah, thank you, Coach, for that, for, for having them both on. It was so nice to see the three of you there. That was excellent. And we have a, a few uh, weeks now of um, Instagram and socials to catch up on. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to mount a valiant effort here, um, starting off with um, puptees.com. Uh, has a bunch of uh, cool Spartans. We got blankets. Um, but like warm-up pants, yoga pants there? Yeah, they're leggings. So leggings. I, yeah, so I joined like these hockey mom groups because I always wanted to see like what people are looking for, like in terms of merch. Right. And I actually I have some really good ideas for next year, but that's next year. So anyways, yeah, this was one of the companies that someone had mentioned as being a really good company to work with. And so I tried them out and they're great. I've been working with a guy named Trevor. Um, they're located somewhere in Canada. I'm not really sure, but that's really nice because we were having trouble finding um, places that would ship to Canada before. Mm. So this is really nice because all of our Canadian families can get stuff um, from them too. So 
I ordered the blanket. A bunch of my family members ordered the blankets. Caitlin ordered a blanket. They're really, really, really nice. And then um, I ordered the leggings and the leggings just came in and they're super comfy and I can't wait to wear them at the rink. And Dylan thinks they're ugly, but I'm going to wear them like every day anyway, so I don't even care. <laughs> I, I personally think they're hideous. <laughs> They're really comfy though. Four <laughs> ways to match. So, and the nice thing too is so it's like drop shipping. So you go to their website, put in your order, and then they just ship it out to you. And then like at the end of the month or so, they send us a cut. So it helps the team too. It's a nice partnership. We got puck tees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then kind of moving into some sponsorships that we announced. Um, we had, we're working with Hockey Wolf again. So they've got a store up at the rink in Seattle. And then they've also got a um, store in Missoula, I think. So we've been working with them since we came on board and they've been really great to us. And so this year we had um, our gloves, our warrior gloves that we ordered from them. And if you check it out on Instagram, that's a really cool picture that Caitlin took at one of the yeah. outdoor games for it. And then the other one... The other um, sponsorship I got is I had reached out to Bombas because the players are always talking about like, oh, you should see my new suit or like what suit, what color do you think my suit's going to be this year and this and that. So I figured, I think probably the one thing that they don't think about is like dress socks. (laughs) Like if you're going to look good, it has to be like head to toe. Yeah. So um, I reached out to Bombas and they were really cool and they donated a bunch of socks to us. So each of the kids got a pair. They sent um, kind of like this oatmeal color, a gray color and um, like a navy. So the kids got to pick and I was a little disappointed with Luik. I stopped him at the uh, showcase and I was like, are you wearing your Bombas socks? <laughs> he wasn't, but I've noticed Sebastian wears them around the house. So that's good. <laughs> So they gave me some bullet points that they wanted me to talk about. Um, they really are super comfortable. Dylan got a pair too. They were nice enough to send a pair for um, Dylan and Bobby as well. So they're really super comfortable and they, they're seamless, which I think is really nice. Like that's a big key to me. And then they've donated 40 million pairs already. One of their oh, big goodness. places that they donate to is homeless shelters. So they're kind of like, Tom's, I guess, like for every pair that's purchased, they donate wow. a pair. So you guys should check them out. They have these really cool glitter ones for Christmas. I didn't order them yet, but I want to get those for myself. Yeah, I'm looking at their Insta here. It's uh, pretty cool. You can check them at Bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S. Yep, I- that's them. Can I just jump in just really quick? Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Can you talk about like how, how much we've liked um, living with Sebastian? Yes. Oh, he's the best. He's literally the best. Like, he's the best Billy kid in the world. Like, he cleans <laughs> up for himself, and, like, we just have fun. Like, watch TV at night and stuff like that. Like, I've been having a blast. Yeah. He's, a, he's an yeah, excellent so kid. In Motor, in Motor City, yeah, we're um, – they kind of split the kids up amongst these two. They don't have billets. They have um, Airbnbs. And so Sebastian, I think he got sick of the craziness at the hockey house. So <laughs> – he came, he came and lived with us. It's a little quieter, just around the corner from the hockey house. So yeah, he's a great kid. Okay. So speaking of the hockey house, there's actually two hockey houses there in um, Motor City. So Griffin was a kid that came with us, Griffin Bricolet. 
And he was one of the players. I felt bad for him. He came um, to us uh, from Anaheim. And he came the second weekend we played, right? Yeah, he got yeah. to town Monday. And then we played that weekend. And then we shut down the next Monday. Yeah. That was the Fresno series. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but he, um, he he was one of the nine. You know, he got in on that bond right away, too. He wanted to come with the group, so he came with the group. And Griffin's really funny. He's You wouldn't guess it, well, A, from looking at him, and B, from talking to him. But he's only 18. Wow. And so he's got this big, like, red mountain man beard. He's yeah. very serious. He's very smart. Um, when we were in the locker room and we kind of made the announcement to the kids, you know, they were asking questions here and there. And one of the things I said, I want to point this out to you guys is we don't know how this is all going to end up. So when you're looking at teams, I would um, suggest that you also kind of look into the way they're heading and their COVID practices, because you don't want to go somewhere and then they're going to shut down next week too. And so, so Griffin starts listing off these places. He's like, don't go here. Don't go here. Don't go here. You know, they've got democratic governors and who's going to close and who's going to be open. And, and Josh Boyetta cuts in and he goes, you're not 18. You're a 45 year old man in disguise. Aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's like you you read the newspaper before you go into your real grown-up job every day <laughs> it so yeah, yeah. Griffin, we love him I, I can't wait to talk to griffin sometime i don't even uh, think we've had a, a chance to exchange any words he uh, came out on the ice that weekend and i remember you know seeing a new name in the roster so you know i put a face with the name i was but he, he started just inserting himself into every situation taking face-offs like serious player, you know? So I was like, wow, like get, get familiar quick, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, and he's tough guy. yeah he, he plays that tough role. He fucks with people and yeah. warm stares them down. Like, yeah, that's yeah. Check that off the list. I never thought I would have another guy like Dalton Chaney and I do. Yeah. I, I loved what I saw from him, man. <laughs> His warm up routine is hilarious. I've been watching yeah. him before the games and he like, he, I, it's funny cause he doesn't like do like the, a lot of the passing drills and stuff, he like literally skates full on across the ice and like chucks himself into the boards and then like, <laughs> stares down players from other teams. Like it's so funny. Yes. So he's a good kid. Um, and then the other player that we announced was even newer than Griffin was there for an even shorter amount of time. And his name's Brian Verna. He yeah. is a bully. They're both from California. Um, so Brian was friends with Alexander Frabelay. That's how he kind of came around to us. And he's a little guy, but man, he's quick. Very quick. Excellent yeah, puck tracking too. Like he's got eyes, man. Yeah. No, he, he's a good goalie. He's, um, I definitely think next, I mean, I'm still trying to find him a, a spot for this year, but he's definitely a college candidate. Like he's, he's going to fit in just well in the college scene. He's mature enough and he, uh, he can stop some pucks. So. Yeah. No, and he had a lot of uh, a lot of great saves through heavy traffic, you know, and physical play, um, especially in that Fresno series. I want to say the Sunday game was very chippy. Uh, yeah. it, it, you, you should see hockey out here compared yeah. to the West. It's really? night and day. Like out there, it's we're kind of still in the Western states. Like it's a very heavy league. Right. A lot of body contact, a lot of chirping, and a little bit of fighting. In the Midwest, it's all skill like really no physicality there's no like it's completely different over here wow it's just it's just the way that this league has been operating for Mm -hmm. 
you know, I, I don't know how long the league's been around, but it's always been a college league, you know, right. and the Western States was the wild, wild West, you know, so right. teams are still recruiting like, like we're in that league, which is, you know, which is fine, you know, sure. but those two series that we had, I've never seen physicality like that. That was, that was like football. It was like yeah. football. Fights. Oh yeah. No, that was, uh, I mean, and it was top to bottom. It just seemed like it was the, the tenure of the games, you know, like it was, People were out there to hit some bodies, you know, for yeah. sure. Even little Jake. I mean, yeah. Jake probably five, eight, right. 150, 160. He was laying guys out. Like, yeah. it, was, it was insanity. You know? It was nuts to watch. It was really cool. Those are some yeah. fun series, though. They really were. The results weren't, like, the best. But if you were at the game, you're like, wow, this oh, yeah. team is completely different from last year, and they're going to they're gonna compete. For sure, yeah. I mean, it was the, the tempo of the games was was excellent. You know, I, it's uh it's how the, the the cookie crumbled this time. You know, with uh, COVID and everything. But it would have been really, really nice to, to watch that season uh, finish out. But can't wait for next one. You know, it's all we can all we can hope for right now. And that pretty much does it for the social Spartan Nation. Make sure you uh, check us out on Instagram at so Spartans, uh, on Twitter at SO underscore Spartans, and on Facebook, Southern Oregon Spartans, and of course, www.sospartans.com. Uh, there's, we'll be having plenty of uh, fun stuff there. We'll be keeping up with the boys of uh, where they're all at. And um, yeah, thank you for joining us on this Louis Pierre Louis holiday edition of Inside the Madhouse. Coach Bree, thank you guys so much. Mom, bro, thank you guys. And on behalf of all of us here at the Spartan Nation, happy, happy holidays and a wonderful new year. Yeah, see you guys in 2021. Yeah, see ya. Stay beautiful, Spartan Nation. Spartans! What is your profession? Thanks for hanging inside the Madhouse. Remember, subscribe and share so you always catch all the action. Keep your sticks on the ice, and we'll see you next week inside the Madhouse. <laughs>